What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Milton Sports Corner Podcast. I'm Kyle Fulbright, along with Cody Mola and Curtis Redman. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Glad to be back. We got NFL going, baseball playoffs, NBA playoffs. It's always a good time. How are you, Kyle? Great. Just uh, got all sports going. Got the MLB playoff race, uh, NFL starting up, NBA playoffs are uh, going strong, so it's a good time to be a sports fan. Yes, sir. Starting off here, um, got to get an update, Cody. How are the refs doing? Uh, one week in and a game so far, and uh, not great. Not great at all. Seen a few uh, pretty bad calls live, uh, especially with receivers on the sideline, like last week in the Packers game. Uh, Devontae Adams and Thielen, each were inbounds probably by a whole two yards and wasn't called a catch. But A.J. Green gets called a catch when he's about a yard out of bounds to start the game yesterday. And then we have some P.I. calls that are uh, up in the air. Number 86, side judge, needs to be fired after last night's performance. Yeah, last night that Giovanni Bernard touchdown called back. Um, that was I don't know how there was clear evidence for that one, too. Yeah, and the um, Rams-Cowboy game is coming off that call, uh, the P.I. call. That uh, cost the Cowboys a game, cost some better, some money. Um, but, yeah, wasn't a good uh, start to the year, I should say. Nope, but my dog, Lan Clark, makes his debut this week. So, uh, see how he does. Yeah, they put him with the 1-0 and uh, football club. <laughs> yeah. football, team, football team and Cardinals. Yeah. All right. Another sport that's having some ref on the NBA. We got Lakers and Nuggets tipping off tonight, game one of the series. Uh, Nuggets coming off a surprising series against the Clippers. Yeah, down 3-1, came back and battled. Um, just down 20 points at one point to go home and didn't care. Yeah, it seemed in every game they were down. Like, Clippers were big favorites, obviously, at the beginning of every game, and they first half showed that, and then Second half, the Nuggets came back in every single game. Yeah, was, they came back from so many deficits. Just it's pretty like it's just pretty cool for at least for the Nuggets. Like coming back, they they just got used to coming back. It seemed like, and it's they were never out of any game. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, especially after that first series at the Jazz, like they they were in the exact situation, so that that kind of helps. And then um, even dating back to last year in the playoffs, they they played in that game seven, so like. They've been in those Olim games, and um, they kind of just have that freedom to play around. And if they lose, they know they're going home. So, yeah, they, Jamal Murray kind of called out the experts after the game because I think every single ESPN guy had the Clippers winning, and I think everyone, like even after the Nuggets would win a game, they'd still be like huge underdogs every single game. Mm-hmm. But uh, should be an interesting series. How do you guys see the series uh, shaping out? Um, I think the Lakers will win tonight, but then I think the Nuggets are just too good of a team to really lose two and three in a row. But um, so after game four, I, I think it'll be a 2-2 series and then the game, it'll go game seven. And we'll see who's healthy or whatnot in game seven. But 
Um, beginning of this year, I picked the Nuggets to win the West, so I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, the Nuggets yeah, definitely have to be tired. No, for sure. They, yeah, back-to-back seven-game series, I mean, I don't, I don't see this being a, a short series either So for either team because, you know, they're both going to fight. And the Lakers haven't, they haven't been really tested too much. I feel like, but um, I think the Lakers will come out on top. I think it'll go six or seven games, though. So. Yeah. The Nuggets, it seems like every, they might start out slow, just a little, little wear and tear, but then I guess you can never count them out no matter how many points yeah. they're down. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Nuggets have an answer for LeBron or AD for that matter, but um, the Lakers, if they put, you know, AD on uh, – Jokic, that, that'll slow him down a little bit, and they have enough wing players they can stop Murray. But I think the the Nuggets role guys will uh, step up enough, and they play good enough defense on the other other guys of the Lakers other than AD and LeBron, so it'll be close. Yeah, definitely should be a fun series. The other series, Heat-Celtics, the Heat took a 2-0 lead last night, and uh, they've been kind of underdogs in every series basically well I guess not the first series but even against the Bucks, they were underdogs and they were winning games and they're even underdogs again tomorrow even being up 2-0 they come back from deficits two huge comebacks both double digits uh Jimmy Butler's playing out of his mind right now he's a closer yeah that team it's crazy they've showed like all the colleges that the guys went to and like even Jimmy Duncan Robinson they all Crowder they all started at division three schools Division two, division three, and then work their way up. Yeah, I mean they just play really well as a team. Like they have no real weakness at any spot. Um, even like they're just even keeled. Like they they're tough. They're they're just ready to go to work and and they uh, get the job done. Yeah. yeah, no, they definitely they just keep fighting, man. They, they were down they were down a little bit yesterday too, and they just they're uh, I think it was the second quarter they. At a big quarter. Third. Uh, at a halftime. Yeah. Yeah. And then that one play where uh, Jimmy, when he saved the ball behind the back, that was sweet. That yeah. Was- yeah. The Celtics seem uh, kind of a mess right now. They've, I guess there was arguing or something they said with Jalen Smart, Marcus, or Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart after the game. So uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Smart's, you know, definitely that kind of, kind of guy on your team that you, you want to just keep everyone in line. Uh, definitely feel like they kind of gave that one up. I mean, they got outscored by Bam damn near in the third alone. So, um, yeah. but they, uh, Jalen Brown made some shots at the end to give him a, a chance. And then Drogic just made that off balance three over Tyson and kind of just put him away. So that guy is playing very good too. He's earning himself some money. Yeah, that, that guy, guy is good. He's good. Do you guys see any chance the Celtics come back and win? Um, right I think TSR. this series is over in five, to be honest. So, TSR. <laughs> Big Celtics, guys. Yeah. Uh, if the Celtics, they got to win the next one for sure. Yeah, going down 3-0 won't be great. And then being down 3-1, unless you're the Nuggets, probably isn't ideal either. Yeah. It should be interesting. So Heat Lakers, Heat Nuggets, looking like. Yeah, as of now. It should I, be fun. Yeah. 
I know the NBA itself probably doesn't want the Nuggets to come out the West just for ratings, but it is what it is. These what it is. All right, moving on to some MLB. Crazy. Only got like eight or nine games left, I think, in the season. Uh, coming down, playoff race. AL has their playoff teams pretty much set, just order. Um, could change, but then in the NL, it's kind of a mess. Got seven and eight seed. Everyone's There's a few teams fighting for those. Uh, the top dogs are kind of set, but um, should be a fun playoffs. Yeah, I think um... – there's still some wiggle room at the bottom of the AL, but I think they uh, they would ha- those teams would have to get really really hot. But I think the top of the AL, the best teams are the Sox, Yankees, A's, and Rays. And the Yankees getting healthy right now is a little scary. 19 home runs in the last three three games. Um, Voit's leading them with 20. Like that guy just put himself in the MVP race pretty much. Yeah, the A's losing uh, Chapman, too, for the year really hurts them. That yeah. pretty much eliminates any chance they have, especially with the Yankees getting hot. Because the A's are sitting at the three seed right now, which would put them against the Astros right now in their first game, which would not be great. Yeah, the Astros have uh, kind of rebounded after their slow start, but they still have some question marks, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, AL, should be interested in the White Sox in first right now. Do you, who do you guys see coming out of the – I think it comes down to White Sox or Yankees. Um, I like the Rays, too, but I think the Yankees at full strength are a problem for them. Yeah, I'd, I would say the White Sox or the Yankees, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Rays came out. Yeah, me top, neither. They, they got a solid team, too. But the Yankees, man, when they're full strength like this and they're just – they're on all cylinders, they're pretty healthy. Yeah, it's just staying healthy for them. And yeah. your boy Clint Frazier is so pumped that he made the starting lineup with their full, <laughs> fully healthy. He was so excited. He was crying. Yeah. But, yeah, the AL, definitely those top teams. The NL is kind of a mess right now. Uh, the Dodgers are, have been leading the whole year, but the Padres have kind of quietly been coming up. Uh, but then the Dodgers kind of took care of them last week. But uh, that should be interesting, the NL. Yeah, but even more quietly is the Giants sneaking in there. They're a seven seed right now, which is good. The Dodgers don't want to play them in the first round. Yeah, I mean, they just – the emergence of Yastrzemski and uh, at the top of the lineup for them has been good, and their other outfielders contribute to Dickerson, Solano makes some plays, makes some hits. So, Yeah, and de- like the way the, uh, the playoff structure is, I think it definitely favors a team like the Giants just where they get hot really quick. They've always done that in, like, past years, especially like, – Even year two. Yeah. The thing after, about after this, this year, after the first series, it's really it, – it's going to benefit the Dodgers, especially because now you have to actually use all five starters with no off days. Yeah. So you can't just have, like, two or three top guys and have them pitch. You actually need a full rotation. So that helps teams with depth. So, like, if a team like the Giants made it to the next round, like, they're going to have trouble fielding five – Throwing five Trevor Cahill out there and yeah, that's a lot too many innings. They need those uh, seven inning games like they've been playing. <laughs> yeah, they just need a couple uh, uh, postponed games in the playoffs and they'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, should be interesting. Uh, playoffs coming up. Another right. sleeper uh, NL team too is the Marlins. Six though. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
They've uh, they're the best road team in baseball right now. Most wins on the road, seventeen and ten. They can't win at home though. But it's crazy um, where they started too. With yeah, they missed like their first two weeks of games. Everyone. It's crazy. Like they they're like the. I just looking through like all the run differential. They're like minus twenty two, and everyone else in the NL at the top is like plus and, and stuff. So I mean, <laughs> they're just getting blown out in the games they lose, but they win the tight ones. Yeah. All right. Do you guys have your uh, picks from the beginning of the year accessible? I think I do. I think I have you guys's, but uh, this is a fun part of the year where you think at the beginning you have. Uh, <laughs> The picks down. I had personally, I picked the Angels every single year to at least win their division. I don't know why. And I picked the Angels and Dodgers in the World Series, which uh quite unfortunate. The Angels suck. Um, and then, oh, did I lose it? I had winning MVP. I had Mookie Betts, I think, which uh, could turn out to be pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely in the thick of it. I, probably a top two guy. Yeah, and I know NL, NL Cy Young had Jack Flaherty, which uh, he got kind of screwed with the, their, the Cardinals getting all the COVID cases. But yeah, um, I guess, but yeah. So World Series, NL, not great. My predictions weren't great, except the Dodgers and Mookie Betts are pretty much the only things that <laughs> everything else is. Well, and I had Shane Bieber winning the AL ERA title. How about Cy Young? Would you have an AL? Giolito, which isn't terrible. No. Yeah. I think Bieber's going to win that, too. He oh, should. yeah, he should. He should definitely. It, no one close, really. Yeah, Giolito. And I had Otani winning MVP in the AL. Ikes. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not great. Uh, my World Series was Yankees over Dodgers, so that's still intact, looking well. Um, AL MVP, I had Trout, but... Um, I don't know if Trout will get it. I mean, Bieber might get it. Uh, Abreu or Timmy Anderson might get it too. So, uh, I think yeah, Abreu's looking good, man. That guy, he's he, he just does, hits. He hits. Yeah, the, the White Sox—they don't get much publicity, but guys like that—they're starting to get publicity now. But yeah, absolutely. But Abreu, I feel like isn't recognized as like a big star like he kind of should be no he's like the heart of that lineup but everyone talks about robert robert and then uh timmy and you know the other guys they got How are yeah you for, uh mine and uh, mine are all, what's up i know no yeah but for me uh for the World Series, I had the Dodgers over the Twins. Um, those are still in play. As long as that Donaldson isn't getting thrown out. Yeah, the Twins are in an interesting spot, like, with the with the standings. Like, if they, they're looking like they might get matched up with the Yankees in the first round, and historically that ain't very good. So. I didn't get it all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Twins, Kenta Maeda, man, he's doing pretty good. They got two Dodgers are leading their staff. Yeah, Maeda and freaking Hilly. Nick Mountain. I had uh, Lindor for MVP. That ain't – I don't I haven't honestly seen what he's been doing. but It's not not ideal. Probably nothing special since I haven't seen it. Uh, 
Cy Young had Lance Lynn. That that ain't anything special either. You were so pumped about that pick too. Yeah, I know. Well, he I don't know because he he usually he's like not like a big like shut down like high velocity guy or whatever. But he always I don't know. He feels like he always just finds a way to do good. And then batting champ, I also had Lindor. I touched on that. And then rookie of the year, I had Nate Pearson. That's because of the show. Pretty much. And then I had, I had Mookie Betts in that as the NL MVP. That's that might happen. I had uh, Walker Bueller, Cy Young. He hasn't been. He's been good, but not. In the, I think he was on the DL for a little bit too, right? If you miss any games this season, you're kind of screwed. And then I had Dylan Carlson. That was he's been not doing good either. Hitting like under two hundred. <laughs> my picks are pretty bad. Then my batting chip was Marte. Yeah, my my NL picks are horrible. Yeah, mine are too. I had Degrom as but, winning the ERA. That's the only one I think I'm gonna get right. Yeah, it's so hard to make predictions. Yeah, because MVP I had Acuna who got hurt, so and then he came back hot, but just not enough time. Rookie of the year I had Shogo from the Reds. The guy doesn't even play. <laughs> And now batting champ had Belly, and NL ERA had Castillo. Oh. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see how those go. It's kind of a weird season, so I bet no one really picked those right. No, I mean, yeah. if you picked uh, Jake Cronenworth or Sixto Sanchez for NL Rookie of the Year, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on here to some NFL. Uh, Big game last night. We had the battle of number one picks, and the Browns came out on top. Didn't cover like a lot of people expected, but it uh, scored about, what, 70 points or something like that? Yeah, 35-30, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 65 points. Over. Uh, it was a pretty entertaining game, actually. It was kind of going back and forth, but the Bengals just made too many mistakes. Uh, Burrow likes to run. We learned that. Like, doesn't He's not afraid to take a hit. No, he um... – he looked pretty good. I mean, he was accurate all night except from throwing to A.J. Green. But um, yeah, there's like, some plays that he can clean up, and he'll be fine, though. He'll be he fine. like just one pass, which is pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. And so yeah. that was – You can't expect to, like, go from being – like, your team got the number one pick for a reason. They have a lot of issues on defense. I know they have a lot of injuries, too, especially now mm -hmm. with uh, – Tight end getting her, however you say that guy's name, but Usama, yeah, CJ. So, but they'll be fine. Give them a couple years, but Baker uh, kind of turned it around. Yeah, that was. I mean, Baker came out fire, and that was like the best I've seen Baker look in a long time. Way better than any point last year. Um, just on the money, came out like good rhythm. Um, maybe the uh, comments finally motivated him. So we'll see. You know he listens. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely listens. And Odell had a touchdown. Yep. Yeah, he close one though. Docs to him. Yeah, just one. Yeah, no, Baker was looking good though. He was throwing some good pass to deep passes too. He threw that one pick to that guy. It was actually a good pass. He like stepped up in the pocket and then he got drilled after. The guy just yeah. lit him up. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> didn't didn't see the safety. But he, it was a good like at first I was like oh damn stepping up and then he just threw it right to the guy the guy just came out of nowhere yeah he got drilled, he got drilled for no reason <laughs> 315 
All right. Uh, some upcoming games. Uh, big games this weekend. We got the Ravens and Texans. Uh, the Ravens right now are minus seven and a half. Who do you guys like? I think the Ravens cover in a win. Um, the Texans, they looked very messy on Thursday. But uh, good news for them is they had a few extra days to prepare for this. But uh, they just – they're definitely missing Hopkins on offense. Like, they don't really have a true number one. Um, yeah, Will Fuller, like, made plays, but a lot of that was in garbage time when the Chiefs were playing soft defense. So, um, they're looking kind of messy. Bill O'Brien kind of self-destructed the team. <laughs> It's kind of rough for them going from the Chiefs to the Ravens. Yeah, and then, I mean, I was also – I saw that the Ravens – the one advantage the Texans might have is the Ravens are playing the Chiefs next week, so they might be looking ahead. But um, the Ravens are just a better team. Yeah. Are they going to cover, Kurt? I think the Ravens will cover. The, yeah, the, what Cody said, the Texans didn't look too good against the Chiefs. But they all they had a lot of time to prepare, but but still, I don't know. I don't I don't see uh they yeah, they don't have that playmaker, like Cody said, other than Watson, but he needs somebody to throw it to. Someone yeah. to block for him. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens it'll probably be high scoring. The over under's at fifty, so they could probably break that pretty easily. Yeah. Uh next game we got here. Big game, Rams and Eagles. Rams coming off a kind of lucky win. Uh, Rams, they were underdogs. Yeah, this line opened with Eagles uh, minus three and a half. Which was a little weird because they're coming off a loss to Washington while the Rams are coming off a big win against who a lot of people like coming out of the NFC. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I like the Rams in this one. I like the Rams. Uh, I think they're going to be good this year. Um. Yeah, they uh, – the with their division, the Seahawks looked the best out of week one of that division. But um, Rams, I mean, I it, I still don't like Jared Goff that much. I don't trust him to make the right play all the time. But um, when their defense, they got, a, they got a stud in Ramsey in the secondary. They got Aaron Donald who can wreck anyone's game plan at any time. So defensively, they're going to have a chance. Right. Yeah, I'd, I've I've got to say I like the Rams too. I mean, the Eagles last week they that was pretty, a huge disappointment. I feel like they gave up like twenty seven straight points and that cost them the game. And I don't know if they probably come back from that still. So I think I think the Eagles they'll be fine this week if uh, I mean Miles is back. Lane Johnson looks like he's gonna play. Um, I actually think the Eagles win this game this week. But how many sacks is Aaron Donald going to have on that offensive line, though? Yeah, the problem is Lane Johnson doesn't really line up at center or guard, so uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Donald will be definitely having a lot. Of, I saw last week that he got credited with like ten pressures against the Cowboys, and they have a top offensive line. Yeah, they have you know Zach Martin inside, but. With Aaron Donald, they can move him around, get him in those favorable matchups, which I figure they'll do again. But, yeah, Carson will be running for his life. Jalen might get in this game. Rigor? Jaylen, no, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I know. I was just messing oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, yeah. this oh, should I got be a close game. This is probably one of the top games of the week right there to start out the season. You really will see like how good each of those teams are. Yeah, I mean the Eagles definitely need to bounce back. Um, getting a few key guys healthy on offense will help. Um, and then I mean Dallas Goddard looked really good last week too. Um, if he can take advantage of the matchup with the the Rams linebackers, that'll help. Yeah, should be a good one. Uh, another game here. This one just baffles me. The Colts and Vikings. Colts just screwed everybody last week, losing to the freaking Jaguars. And they're three-point favorites against the Vikings, who didn't look great against the Packers, but they put up a lot of points. They're yeah, they did. Three-point um, underdogs, the Vikings. Phillip, man, kind of just – they just didn't move the ball at all in the second half. And then uh, Minshew kind of tore them up on defense, just picked them apart. Short passes. So, I expect the Vikings to come with a heavy run plan and then Cousins play action as usual. So, Who do you like? I uh, – go ahead, Kurt. No, go ahead. I – Kinda like the Vikings just because I don't really know what Philip Rivers is doing. Yeah, I think uh, Philip is—he's got too many kids to worry about. So, uh, <laughs> so I think I like the Vikings too. I mean, you can—they uh, got a great uh, running back duo. They look the same. <laughs> no, I got to put that in there. But uh, yeah, I like, I like the Vikings. Stealing, stealing. I think stealing will have a big game too. Yeah, skull, skull. Yeah, Vikings. I think they'll win outright. Uh, should be a good, another good game though. Uh, Sunday night game. According to here, it starts at five twenty-one p.m. Uh, Patriots and the Seahawks. Seahawks are four-point favorites. They freaking dominated the foul. Well, I guess not, not dominate, but they. Russell Wilson looked very good. Their offense looked very good. They're kind of just letting Russell throw the ball now um i think they'll beat the patriots but the patriots also looked good they had a little new uh, wrinkle to their offense with cam running some qb powers some qb their entire offense i don't know what what else we expected to happen there but yeah, yeah. but yeah the, if cam can stay healthy the Patriots, if they can they're gonna build smart enough where he's gonna figure out how to adapt to having a different type of quarterback so the patriots looked good but I still think the Seahawks are a better team and we'll beat them yeah I mean the Patriots probably only advantage in this game right now is their coach um last week uh the Patriots were the only team in the whole league that had either a new quarterback and or a new coach to win the game so that just shows you how good Bill is at his job especially when you give him the whole offseason to prepare um even during like all this COVID stuff but a uh, little bit shorter week to prepare, but I don't – if Cam gets forced to throw the ball, then they might be in trouble. Yeah, they're like – I. it's hard to uh, – Russell Wilson and that guy is just – he's always a stud. He, that guy's just so um, – he's every year, man. He's just consistently good. And I don't – I know he's, he's going up against the Patriots defense with uh, Stephon Gilmore, but – He's good at finding his assets. Yep. I mean, and they use Carson in the passing game, which they, they haven't really done in his previous seasons. Um, so that'll be 
interesting new look for them too. They're just literally letting Russell go out there and throw. Yeah. Uh, last game here, Monday night game. We're opening up the Roomba, baby. <laughs> opening up the Roomba. I open up game. the Roomba with no fans, but the, every casino can be packed. I just don't get it. Yeah. That uh, makes no sense. Saints, it looks like Michael Thomas might actually play now, which would be big for them. Uh, he's practicing, I think, today. And yesterday he did. Yeah, even if he's out there as a decoy, I mean, that, that draws one and a half defenders almost every play that side. Yeah, I like the Saints in this one. The Raiders, they're going to Raider. Um, Saints are, I think they're one of the top teams in the NFL right now with their offense. They have everything. They have Kamara, Michael Thomas, then you Adam Emanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, and then you got obviously Drew Brees. So I think they'll win this game, especially against the Raiders who gave up, what, 30 points to the Panthers last week. To Teddy. Teddy two gloves. To the old Saints backup, he gave up 30, so – now, just imagine what Drew Brees will do to that defense. Yeah, I like the Saints in this one, too, with or without Michael Thomas. Um, although the Raiders did play, like, decent defense against McCaffrey, I don't know if that was probably because poor coaching didn't give McCaffrey enough touches and stuff, but Kamara's kind of the same prototype running back, so um, they might have a, a little answer for that, but I don't think they can cover Jared Cook, so... I uh, I think the Raiders are going to open up the Roomba in good fashion. I think the Raiders are going to come out on top in this one. Not just cover, but win. I mean, watching the Saints last week, yeah, I think the Saints are a really good team. And like you guys were saying, last week the Raiders did a good job at shutting down McCaffrey. And I know Kamara's a whole different animal, but uh, maybe I maybe they could shut him down, but Drew Brees also last week was only he only had like ninety passing yards. Yeah, he wasn't point. great. So, uh, so I don't know. I think I think uh, Derek Carr can, uh, even though he's from Fresno State, I think he might he might lead him to a to a victory in the Roomba. The Roomba baby, the Death Star. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I like this little lock you put on here. We got now our uh, best bets of the week. Uh, free picks right here, free. Uh, I'll start out this week. I like the Vikings to win. Uh, not, I see the quarterback over there for Indy. I see Phillips. So you have the, <laughs> an underdog against them, especially the Vikings. You can run all over them. And they Colts just lost to Jaguars, so they haven't proved anything yet. So take the Vikings for sure. Uh, I got the uh, Cowboys. Four and a half point favorites versus the uh, Falcons, and I just think, I just think the Cowboys are gonna really show out this weekend there because they're they're obviously uh, upset about the result of last week with the refs and everything. So I I think they'll just come out and kind of make a statement. My lock for this week is uh, Packers minus six and a half. Um, I bet that line will probably move more towards seven, seven and a half, especially with Galladay just being ruled out. So, um, but yeah, I think Packers lock this week. Yeah, they were underdogs last week for some reason. Yeah, um, people uh, didn't really think Aaron Rodgers still had it. And uh, after one week, he's like elite, him and Russell, front runners for MVP. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, next year, a little 
parlay action. Everyone loves a good parlay, especially our friend Jack. And uh, our new friend Kush. They were, yeah, they were, they were, Kush knows knows all of them. He's a big parlay guy now. Uh, I'll start out here. I got the Rams, which when I saw they were minus one, beat the Eagles by one. Uh, the Seahawks over the Patriots by four, and then the Packers also six and a half. Lock it up. All right, I got the uh, football team. Oh, boy. Good old Washington. I don't think they're going to beat the Cardinals, but I think they will definitely cover off their big win. Um, I also got the Bucks, Tom Brady. They're what, minus four or something like that against the Panthers? Minus eight. Minus eight? Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> Maybe it's even higher now. No, no, it's minus eight, yeah. It's and eight then and a half. <laughs> I got the uh, the Bears minus five and a half. So uh, that's a lock. Freaking put it in right now. Punch the ticket. Don't bet your rent. Don't, Don't bet, bet you. Uh, my parlay, three team parlay. I got. I'm um, gonna use my lock. Packers minus six and a half. I'm gonna go over in the Dallas Atlanta game at fifty three and a half. And then we got over in the Rams Eagles game at forty five and a half. Never bet the under. <laughs> All right, moving on here, we got some fantasy. We put out some fantasy picks last week, and uh, most of them were pretty good. I think I had yeah. Russell and someone else, but uh, – Your Boston Scott one didn't work out. No, but... Boston Scott did not work out. That, that, we don't talk about that one. But uh, I got best scoring this week at QB, Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to light up the lines. This year's the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. He's pissed. They didn't draft, it. Yes. They didn't draft any skill players for him. So he's on a little revenge tour. You got Zeke against the Falcons. The Falcons defense sucks. He's going to tear him up. He's going to show his tattoo all night long. <laughs> uh, we got Mike Evans. Uh, Godwin, I don't think, is going to play. So Mike yeah, Evans is obviously their number one and their main target. So I think look his way a lot and they're playing the Panthers who just got torched by Derek Carr and then Hayden Hurst uh felt like he's gonna do good this year as a whole and he didn't do great week one so uh and the Cowboys are pretty bad against tight ends so I think I'll have a little breakout game I think it's gonna be a shootout like you said in the Dallas Atlanta game so if it is a shootout he'll probably score one or two tutters hopefully too I got them in a few lineups yeah, so those are some fantasy locks this week. I got uh, Tom Brady. He's going to come back after a not-so-good game. I think he'll he'll come back better. He'll uh, Although Godwin is out, he'll find Evans probably a lot, which is Kyle's pick. Um, I also got Kamara, even though I said the Raiders are going to win. <laughs> I still think – I think Kamara will have a good game probably – yeah, he'll do what he does, you know. Mm-hmm. He's always solid. And then I got Will Fuller for the uh for the Texans. You know, he had he had some he had a good game last week, even though it was in garbage time. But I think garbage time still counts in fantasy, baby. That counts, baby. And then my tight end is uh I got Zach Ertz. Never mind, I was gonna say something, but I'm not gonna say it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got I got Zach Ertz for the, for the Eagles. Against the Rams, not sold on the Rams, really. Uh, for my quarterback, I'm going to go with Dak. Um, Atlanta defense just got torched by Wilson. 
Um, Dak gonna come back strong, try to get a dub. Uh, running back, I got Clyde. Um, I mean, they they gave him what six chances at the goal line last week, so they're just gonna feed him. Uh, Chargers kind of struggled with mixing a little bit last week, so uh, Clyde in a feature role, catching passes, running. Uh, wide receiver, I'm gonna go with Hopkins. Guy got an absurd amount of targets last week. Um, and I think that the Cardinals will do that again all year with those little quick, quick option routes to Hopkins and then send them on the goes. And then at tight end, I got Jared Cook, revenge game against the Raiders. Um, especially if Michael Thomas is limited or out, that's just another another option for Breeze to throw to. Yeah, especially if it's going to be a shootout there, then we'll definitely get a lot of targets. All right, you guys got anything else for betting or fantasy? Any sleepers? Anything? Cody's got a ticket to cash ready last Monday night. Yep, Monday night. Got Steelers right. cover and uh, Titans money line. No thanks to Goskowski, but yeah. Last couple things here before we got to get our boy Kurt off to work. We got some what the ducks. Uh, you guys got anything? I'm going to start with uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack all weekend last week. Uh, I think it was on Friday night. This guy was just having a good time at the blackjack table. Uh, nearly fell out of his seat a few times. Also got told he needed to be quiet later in the weekend somehow. But yeah, just Jack all weekend. And then he had the standoff with the Texas guy, a beer standoff in the restaurant. <laughs> uh, yep. I think the funniest was we're sitting away from Jack and we didn't even know that he was there. And all of a sudden we hear, <laughs> and we're like, oh, there's Jack. <laughs> you know, we hit something. And I also got Gonzo knocking on the wrong door for 10 minutes and yelling at us for not letting him in. We were in 685 and he was knocking on 658 for about an hour. So shout out Gonzo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give mine to a John Rod this week. For his uh, mic problems, <laughs> spaceman, um, spaceman, he's he's like blowing in the mic or doing something weird, and everyone's like, "Who is that?" And then he, Not me. And then he like he turned his mic up, and then he turned, and it wouldn't make any noise. And come back, hey guys, not me. And all, uh, that he always makes me laugh, man. <laughs> Just out of nowhere, talking shit. And, it's just funny stuff in the freaking party. Yeah, follow I his team Madden on Twitter and on TikTok for some good uh, comedy. We'll be uploading more on there. And yeah. Twitch. And yeah, and Twitch. Lastly, here we got Booger slant routes. Uh, looks like or Kurt has only I got my boy Joe Buck. I actually don't mind Joe Buck. A lot of people hate him, but I don't care for him announcing baseball. But yeah. I like him in football. But baseball, I don't think he's great. But I uh, got inducted into the Hall of Fame last night. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I got a little bit – I don't – I'm not a huge fan of Joe Buck either, but, like, watching the the package they put for him, I kind of got a little bit of chills. Um, yeah. That's Especially cool like with his dad and stuff. Yeah, it's cool stuff for sure. Yeah, but we didn't get to see the guy, like – because, you know, if it wasn't the COVID stuff, the guy would yeah. like, stand behind them and, like, <laughs> he always yeah. comes out of nowhere. I thought they were going to let Troy do it, but Troy stood on his side of the glass and just gave him a fist bump, man. He had his jacket on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I got a, I got a slant route for my, uh, my guy John Smoltz. I'm sad that uh, Joe Davis has to work with him because Joe Davis is great, but uh, 
John Smoltz, man, that guy was just incompetent. The whole freaking Dodgers-Astros game. I don't want to talk about the result of the game either because that's a different story. But uh, John Smoltz, man, he goes, yeah, in 2016, the, the Astros were striking out a lot. And then 2017, 2018, they really brought down their strikeouts and then they won a World Series to show it. And I was like, come, like, these, you know, these guys pay attention to this crap. Like, they're, they're talking to freaking Correa. And, and freaking, they, they even asked Justin Turner about the freaking sign stealing. And it's just like, come on, guy. You, like, what? Everybody knows. What are they, what are they they're trying to this say? He's like, trying to be oblivious, man. It didn't yeah, happen. Did you guys hear in 2017 the Astros cheated? Did you know that, Justin? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then, and then even in the Maddie V, man, I love you in the freaking show, but the A-Rod were horrible too. They just completely ignored the whole fact. Like they, they keep talking about the World Series and oh my, <laughs> oh my God. I can't understand. I don't understand. Sometimes I mean, you just got to watch the games on mute. Yeah, I get it. You can't be like, as an announcer, you can't be like partial to a certain team. But, I mean, they cheated. Like, you can't they, – they were, like, completely oblivious to it. It was just unheard of. I don't know. It was awful to watch. Except for Joe Davis. He, That's he when did. you mute, baby. That's when you just yeah. watch another game at the same time and have that volume on instead. Yeah. You turned the Dodgers broadcast on the radio and just watched it. But, yeah, there's my little two cents, I guess. Uh, my slap – now, I mean, this segment is in honor of Booger, and he's not even announcing games anymore, man. And he's just on, he's on the countdown before, so hopefully he provides some comedy on that because I can't wait till he says something dumb on that in the next couple of weeks. But uh, mine's going to Booger's replacement, Steve Levy. Hall of Fame kicker, Steven Guskowski, before he even says, does anything. This guy goes out and misses four kicks in one night. And I don't even know how he's Hall of Fame to start. Like, yeah, hey, he could be great, but... The, be- the greatest kickers of all time that have already been in the Hall of Fame. We're putting Goskowski in there, and then he just goes out and does that. But, yeah, slant routes right there, baby. The announcer jinx. Did Gostowski save his job by making that last kick? I don't know. I mean, he got, he got cut by Belichick. When you get cut by them, like, that's when you know you're done. So, yeah. But there's kicking in the NFL, like – yeah, we give them a hard time and stuff, but so the, the difference from being, like, a good to elite kicker and then, like, just an okay to good kicker, it's, it's crazy. So, like, once you, once you lose that, that mentality, like, it's hard to get back. So, yeah. um, who knows? There's a lot of teams looking for kickers all the time. So The Titans made, like, eight field goals all last year, too. Which yeah, is, that was, was insane. Like eight for 18. I saw that, and I was like, how did they go to the AFC championship game? Because Tannehill literally just made them – they had so many touchdowns in the red zone. Like, that with Henry and then the little play action, they threw it to one of the five tight ends they got. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's insane to me because kicking so – like, it's so hard, but it's so important. It seems that, like, wins loses people so many games. And if you make eight kicks a whole season, that's literally half a field goal a game. And you – He missed still, four kicks alone in one game. And they still won. It's insane. That's – he literally left ten points on the board. <laughs> he didn't he didn't have the worst kick like although he missed three like I still think the worst miss the whole week was uh Randy Bullock oh yeah and then he's fine he was fine last night though he had two pulled yeah. hamstrings or whatever the most fine. unopportune cramp ever apparently 
double yeah. cramp. It was both. <laughs> no. It was both legs. <laughs> oh like, my! That was know. the most Chargers way to win a game too. Like that's that's how the Chargers usually lose that's games. How, that. I, if they would have lost like that, I'd have been like, oh, just another loss. Uh, <laughs> just add it to the list. But just because it happened against them, it just made me so happy. Like I've never <laughs> had a win like that. Usually it's Philip throwing a pick, and then Philip oh, yeah. still screwed me in the same week. Even though he left, <laughs> unbelievable. Phil. Yeah, man. But yeah, Bullock was fine yesterday night. You'd just love to see it. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. You know, Burrow was freaking pissed. He was just... Burrow was pretty... pissed today. He said, I've never lost two games in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Back in a row. So. All right. I think uh, that's all we got here. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow the Nosebleeds, our friends over there. Just had their 50th episode. Go listen to Kush Rant a little bit. Mm-hmm. Clipper it's fan Kush. Clipper Daryl and Clipper Kush, the two Clipper fans. <laughs> but uh, I think that's all. Yeah, follow IST Madden on TikTok and Twitch and Twitter. Triple T's. Triple uh, T. Wow. That's what that meant. Oh, my gosh. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triple H, Triple T. <laughs> triple S. Think, uh, that's all we got. Triple S. Quad S. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if they uh, – Fins can get in the wind column. Um, yeah, that's going to require uh, Fitzpatrick to play a little better. But oh, it ends up, ends up this week, weekend, baby. Thursday night football, baby. Jaguars, Dolphins. Yep. You know why for that one, baby? I can't <laughs> wait for the jerseys they put out there. They better wear their orange ones. Jags, Dolphins is such a Thursday night game. <laughs> that's a Thursday night game. Hey, the Jaguars have the best record in Florida right now. <laughs> yes. They do. They still might come Thursday. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. I think that's all we got. Deuces. Oh. Hands up. Later. Oh.